Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network. iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hey, you guys. Here we are on the 902-1-O-M-G podcast with my best friend and my new bestie. It is Jenny Garth and Sisney. Mm-hmm. I'm Tori Spelling. And hi. Hi, beautifuls. Oh. How are you? Hi, ladies. How how is everybody? That's my question. Good. I love on our Zoom. I don't know if your Zoom is like this, but mine right now, it's sis. You're just like sh- you're bookended by two blondes. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's a sissy sandwich. <laughs> I love it. 
You know, I have highlights in my hair, but you can't Ooh, see them. them. I want oh, to be I see them. I just I like never that. Be. I feel like you could go even more. <laughs> we'll talk about it for summer. I have been almost your guys' color. I did it once and it was crazy, but it was just so much of an upkeep. But how did it. you feel? Do you feel blondes have more fun? I, I think do. I, I think that blondes do have more fun. I know. I think blondes do have more fun for sure, but I think brunettes get taken more seriously. That's interesting. I believe she's right. Yeah. I think you stand out if you're blonde, you know? It's like brunettes can kind of just like, I can hide in like crowd of people and like, you know, not really go notice. But if you have blonde hair, you kind of stand interesting. out. Interesting. Maybe so. Yeah. But I just, I colored my hair totally dark once. And yeah. I wasn't a fan. I didn't. You weren't <laughs> a fan, but I was a fan because I could go anywhere and not be recognized. And people actually listened to what I was saying instead of what looking at me. That's it was a crazy, really, really weird, like, test. Well, you could just put a bag over your head and then you could talk to people. You don't have to change your hair. <laughs> hey, you- that wouldn't draw any attention. <laughs> you guys, we have some really exciting news. Oh, we do, we do, we Drum do. Drum roll, please. Two exciting things. Yes. Okay, first things first. Go. Okay, so uh, we, you guys asked. First of all, this is for you guys. Seriously, you asked about it. So we are delivering it to you. We are having our very first live virtual event uh, for our podcast, and it's February 17th at 5 p.m. It is Galentine's Day together. Or Galentine's. Or Galentine's. Or, yeah. G day. Anybody it's, can it's, come is basically what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. So if you guys want to join us and hang out and um, I don't know what a live uh, podcast is, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> if you guys want to come, then go to buy tickets at onlocationlive.com slash 90210MG. Or you can always just go to our Instagram page and click in the bio and get all the info there. That's right, and it's gonna be really exciting. So it's we're gonna, gonna so we're time. gonna do that week our episode recap, rewatch with you guys. But we're gonna do it live, obviously, and sadly, obviously, live right now means over the computer. But we'll be there in spirit, and hopefully, one day we can all do it together in person. We're gonna be taking virtual pictures with you, though, and uh, we have some special guests. Who's gonna be there? Oh wait, should we tell them who our special guest is going to be, or should we wait, make them wait? I, I think we should no, tell, tell them. them. Okay, okay. Tell them our special guest is Ian Ziering, her boy bestie Ian Ziering. Yay, Steve Sanders, you guys! Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so fun. You know, if he is, uh. In the house, things are going to get a little crazy. I don't feel like anyone's ever seen the three of us, just the three of us, because we <laughs> like we have personal nights, just the three of us, and I don't think we ever laugh as hard as when it's me, Jen, and Ian <laughs> together. Am I right? Oh, my God. He, yeah. It's, <laughs> I, there's like tears. There's, Full on. Yeah, a lot of laughing. Laughing tears. Like laughing so hard you double over. Like the three of us, oh, makes me miss it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, you're going to get a taste of it. We're going to hang out with them. Yeah. It's going to be so oh, yeah. fun. So fun. So come to come to it and come and hang out with us. That'll be fun. And make sure you get your tickets. What's the other? So we can't, What's the we other? can't announce uh our musical guest yet, oh. but there, there's going to be a special musical guest that has a special tie into 90210 and a tie into the world. Um, and it's going to be really exciting. And make sure mm-hmm. you're going to want to get your merch so you can, before the live show. And our merch is on sale yeah, right now. That's the other yeah. thing. 
We have merch, people. We have merch. Oh, my it's God. It's so exciting. Jen, have we made it? We Official. have merch? We, Nine, made, we finally <laughs> made it. Rock stars. Oh, 90210MG merch. You guys asked for it. We are bringing it to you, and it's soups cute. And we have new stuff that's going to be added to the site, but currently right now we have some really cute sweatshirts and a T-shirt. Make sure you get mm-hmm. yours before the show so you can wear it. And by the way, we call it Galentine's just because, well, they're my Galentine's. Pretty much. But uh, bring whoever to watch it with that you would like to watch with. Invite them. Obviously, it's virtual. So invite them along. Mm -hmm. Buy them a ticket. Uh, A portion of the proceeds will go to charity. So we're really excited. I almost said pumped and then remembered that that went out 20 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) You you can say it. I'm pumped. I'm pumped, pumped. pumped, man. (laughs) Our Instagram handle has all the links for the merch. For the tickets to the event, all that. So 90210OMG podcast Perf. on Instagram. Yay. Okay. We did all that stuff. Now we got to talk about this week's episode, you guys. Should we? Let's Should we just do it. I've been waiting right for in. this episode. It's a major episode a in the one. history of 90210. Mm-hmm. This is it. This yeah. is a big one. I think so too. This, this is episode 10. It's called Isn't It Romantic? And it aired on January 3rd, 1991. Tor. Tell them what it's about. Well, while Brandon is wary, Jim is definitely opposed to the growing attraction between Brenda and Dylan. Now, that's the A storyline, but the B storyline is it's sex ed, people. (laughs) Sex ed. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody's favorite subject at school. And a really fun Steve Sanders. (laughs) Such a Steve... Yeah, with a twist, we see a sweet seat, a sweet side of Steve in this episode. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it when he gets all sentimental and gooey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So the episode opens up with Brandon and Dylan working on the yeah. car, and did they have to be that greasy? I'm up? with you, like, Sisney. I was <laughs> like, why so much grease? What What are they doing? I didn't mind seeing Dylan McKay covered in grease. I'm not going to lie. But it was, I felt like Brandon had like one grease smear on his shoulder. Am I wrong? No. Yeah, and then like one jaw yeah, on his face. face. His arm. On. His uh, shirt. His front. His back. Was it? Okay. Sure, it was from, grease. From, it yeah. was like he was, yeah, drug behind a semi Nothing compared to like Dylan <laughs> I, well, no matter what. They um, look a man in Greece is hot, though. Why? And then Why? Dylan has to shower at the washes. <sighs> oh, my gosh. Oh, the first of many shower scenes, I'm sure. I mean, it's instant flirting between them two. They had been flirting for so many episodes. Have they really? I, I, I felt like this came so fast. I felt the same way. I, the last, yeah. Oh, really? I felt like there was like some one. I feel I already like, knew it. but this one was just head. like, here's the story. <laughs> it, it was kind of like we've seen with like the Walshes, like when Cindy had her almost affair, like all of a sudden it was like, we didn't know the backstory, but something mm-hmm. major was happening. It felt that way a little bit with okay. Brendan and Dylan. Like all of a sudden it was like, it was on, but we didn't know it had already been it started really. Bang a gong. It was on. Like um, gong. The... <laughs> Like Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Throw it back. Well, so we, yeah, we flip-flop between the whole Brenda Dylan storyline and the sex ed storyline. So which should we talk about first? Uh-huh. Should we just stick with the Brenda oh, Dylan Brenda thing Dylan. and finish that out? Or should we go back and forth? Okay. I want to go Brenda and Dylan. Dylan. Um, 
first of all, when they go on their – well, first they have that like three threesome date, like her and her brother and, you know, uh, Dylan. Yeah. And right. And they, they go and listen so to music back together. in the suite. They hang out and listen to the CDs, you know, those like things. Yeah. That's <laughs> what we used to do back in the day. <laughs> Not a record, but a CD. Uh, yeah. Where'd those go, by the way? Do you guys still have CDs? I do. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I still have them in the garage <laughs> and I don't know what to – I just need to throw them away at this no. point. No, I went from like having them to having them in like a binder, taking all the cases out and just keeping the CD and putting them in like big and binders. And you labeled them, didn't you? Yeah. Probably. I, I But found, now it's gone. I got rid I of it. I found a cassette, you guys, of a compilation of all the 90210 songs used. <laughs> Whoa. Like I have it, like oh, the, OG cool. songs? the OG songs. The OG songs, yeah. It was from like 1991. I don't know. I have I have the cassette. I don't know where I can play it, but I have it. I also have a cassette uh, track of um, of you, me, Shannon, and Christina Lee doing. Oh, I know. Yeah. What was that song? We both know it, but we can't sing it. When you guys yes. wore the black yes. dresses. Breaking up is hard like, to do. Yeah. Hard to do. Hard yeah, to that's do. it. Oh God, we should stop. Wow, we had, oh, we had to reenact that in BH nine hundred two one zero, and that that was a scurry night. <laughs> oh, that was a, rough that was a lot one. of was a feelings came back. I, I don't know, but I was like, <laughs> God, I don't, I don't want to slick my hair back. That was fine when I was a teenager, but now I don't want to do. No one wants to see that. But we did it. <laughs> With the help of we wine, it. It you, awesome. me, and Shannon had wine. That helped. But I, yeah, go back, Sisney, to what you're saying. I feel like for me, it came like, whew, like fast. And I, all of a sudden, Brenda and Dylan were holding hands as they leave, mm-hmm. they walk into the, to the hotel room where his dad is. And I didn't see that. I didn't see them getting to that yet. I don't know. Fast. Maybe, but maybe everything's maybe just intense with Dylan I don't McKay. remember it. So toxic from the get-go. That f- oh, my God. Date. But he's such a bad boy. Such the boy that every girl is like, I want him. I I, I don't want him. Like, uh, Yeah. He's like I, bad, yeah, yes, but he's exactly. emotionally available or uh, a little bit too available. But, but yeah. Unstable, yeah, unstable, but not. I love it. That's my kind of guy. Yeah, me too. He breaks the pot. And she has to hotel. run. She's so Just, scared. Oh. Oh, she runs so fast, but he catches Ooh, her. Yeah, he does. With mm-hmm. with a with like some violent action there, he's like grabs her, he flips her around, and, and then they make out because that's what you do. <laughs> and that make out though, did you notice? Like he really does like go in. It's such a different time. Like he goes in and he has his hand on her neck and then around her waist, and it's just so like yeah. Oh. I felt that was a good chemistry yeah. in that kissing scene. Yeah. I felt it. I, liked, I felt it I a lot. It. <gasps> Is that weird? No. no. I think every girl. Are you getting? Are you guys getting antsy for when we get to your kissing scenes? Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. You're sitting here describing this one. He grabs her neck and he goes in. There's so much chemistry. Like, we'll dissect ours. Don't worry. Like we'll, they we'll, definitely okay, use tongue, right? Well, you guys said I that you did, right? No. Tongue-ish. Are you sure? But I just felt like but that kiss was intense. It like, yeah. I feel like the characters would have. And 
I also felt like after that scene, after Brenda decides that she's in love, there's just a new pep in her step. And I like in love Brenda. Mm -hmm. Like she's so happy Mm -hmm. and like jubilant, you know, there's like a new energy about Mm -hmm. her. And I thought that was really cool to see that in, in other areas. Like when she was in her sex ed class, with Steve, she was just more playful and not as serious or dramatic for a minute, you know, and I love that. And then Kelly, but Kelly is just all about like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Like, I feel like they they had what, one date, two dates? I know. Okay. That's the thing. Holding hands is one thing. Okay. Yeah. But then all of a sudden they're just under the assumption that they're going to be having sexy time real soon are they under the assumption or kelly was just like pushing it i don't know no in a good way she was like it, be prepared which was great but they mm-hmm. had one date mm-hmm. and a threesome date with her brother like that's it <laughs> stop calling it a threesome date with her brother yeah i felt like it, it i don't know i just as a mom of teens it makes me a little nervous mm-hmm. when they go so fast yeah. Because I'm a little old-fashioned in my um, thinking, maybe not so much in my actions, but um, like, yeah, I'm a little old-fashioned. And watching it, I was like, oh, why so soon? But then Brenda, at the end of the episode, uh, she kind of slows yeah. things down, which I really respected. Definitely. The the makeout scene we'll on the couch in her living room of her parents' house was intense. I feel like they're going to get way more intense though, right? Like this is nothing. Good one for teenagers. That was a lot. Why didn't they go out the front door? Had they not gone out the back door? Because she thought, like, he always comes in the front door. (laughs) Duh. So run out the back door. I mean, it makes sense in my mind. But grab your jacket. One time. Like they couldn't, they should just sat there and picked up a book and pretend that they were reading. I mean, yeah, she didn't tuck in her shirt. That's what drove me mad, is I quickly would have tucked in the shirt. Mm. It's a dead giveaway. Brenda never wears her shirts out with her jean shorts. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever, um, you know, like been um, maybe kissing a boy or, or something and um, your parents walked in on you when you were younger or you got busted like that somehow? I did have... A rowdy 18th birthday party Ooh. that there was some drinking at. And my dad was so against it. And he was almost just like, I want nothing to do with this. Like, he basically left it all up to my mom. And he's like, he was just like pissed about the whole thing in general. And he went into his office at some point in the night. And one of my friends, <laughs> he caught one of my friends with her boyfriend on his couch in our home, his home office. And it was just like, so bad. <laughs> he just turns on the light, get downstairs. Oh, I did it. I did come home once and it was just in the back of a boy's car and there was just some light petting. <laughs> petting, do people say petting? Oh my God, I just, what does that mean? <laughs> like you, he pet your hair or your head? Like he pet you like, like a touching? Puppy? There was some touching. I don't know the bases, you guys, but it was nothing below. Second it base. It was nothing below Second the belt. Base. Let's just put it that way. Okay, thank goodness. No. But I did, I guess, take my top off and put it back on. And then, oh, wow. 
the bra stayed on. All the, the way off? On. I'm not sure. Okay, fine. Now you're embarrassing me. Yes. And I did come home because I had to be home by curfew. I always had the earliest curfew. So like 11 p.m. you had to be home. My friends were like, we can stay out later. And it's like, whatever. So I came home and my mom was like, your t-shirt's on inside out. Oh, no. She noticed it. I had like, you oh. know, a little like skirt oh. on and Doc Martens and my That's t-shirt the- on inside out. And she noticed it. And I was like. And you were mad at Brenda for not tucking her shirt in. Yeah, because I had PTSD. <laughs> so I was like, why didn't Brenda get on it? Yes. Hmm. And no wow. matter what you say, parents did. know. They just know. Just like Jim Walsh. Like, do you take me for stupid? Or what What do you say? Like, they know. Yeah, they do. They do. I just assume every time my daughter comes home that she's been making out with her boyfriend. Yeah. And that well, makes it better in your head. Yeah, because then I'm not like, you know, I'm not pretending. You just mm-hmm. accept it. Does mm-hmm. that make it easier for I you say. or for her or for both? Probably yeah. both, I would imagine. Instead of me, you know, looking at her like she's an alien and grilling her. But I never got caught um, that I can recall in with a with a guy that young. No. I know my um, my husband said that he walked in on his sister once. <laughs> and they were doing it. <laughs> and yeah, he saw that. Scarred him, I think. Oh, how old was he? You're oh like 20. Gosh. He was like <laughs> 12. No, probably like 12 and 11, 12, something like that. Yeah, that's something you can't remove from your brain. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Especially when it's your sister. Yikes. Yeah, I was really uncomfortable when Brandon was watching them like be all flirty and touchy and totally. I felt bad for Brandon. It's, that's Brandon's buddy. Yeah, that's a hard yeah. one. But that must I, be so awkward. I, I got to say, like up until now, we haven't really seen that connection as brother and sister. And this is the episode where he came in and like was all fired up to Dylan. Then he didn't show up. He didn't call her. Yeah. He's so he was so protective. Yeah, I loved it. And then and then he went just a little too far. <laughs> he just took it a little too far and said, She's a virgin. Right there in the <laughs> science room. <laughs> I thought that was a little TMI. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, speaking of virginity, sex ed was another topic. Um, I think we should take a break and come back okay. and reveal when you guys had the talk with your parents. Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal 
eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Want to temporarily restore definition in your jawline where it's been lost over time? With Juvederm Volux XC, you can get a non-surgical jawline treatment that adds volume for a smooth contour and to reduce the appearance of jowls in one in-office treatment with little downtime. Juvederm Volux XC Injectable Gel is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops. Timeless 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, 
Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, you guys. Welcome back. Uh, Before break, we were just about to get into it. Um, sex ed. This episode, the B storyline, it's all about <laughs> sex ed, the consent forms. Um, you guys, wait. First of all, did you have this in school? Second of all, what age did you have the talk? The talk. Or did you? Mm. Does anyone have the proper talk anymore? I never got the talk from my mom. Mm-mm. Because probably I, I would shut her down. I'd be like, I'm good. I We're fine. I know. You know what's good. I'm I don't need to talk about that. I don't think no, I don't I never got it from my parents. I I, I did we did have like um the sex ed talk at school, but it was way mm-hmm. earlier. It was in sixth grade yeah, for us. Kids are having it now. Really? Oh yeah, like junior um, high. Mm-hmm. So, so it was not in high school. Um but then I watched a lot of Nine Two and O, so that was <laughs> oh, kind of like my. We taught you everything you need to know. Thank you. Glad You're welcome. We I mean, I'm not lying. I was like, <laughs> yep. At its at its prime, I was probably 12, 13 years old. So my parents got yeah. me a book. <laughs> Those are like your college a years. And there's a lot of sex. You got a book. I got a book. Did you get the American Girl American Girl doll book? Oh, I'm so old. There was not an American. No. Ooh. There's a book with the American Girl dolls. Oh, no, that's about your body changing. No, this this was kind of an (laughs) all-encompassing. It was a picture book. I think I got it when I was like literally like seven, you guys. And it was just like it showed everything about our body. But it was like from the 70s. So it was like there was a lot of big bush in it. And I was fascinated by the saggy boobs and big bush. And I missed the whole point of it of this is my body. This is his body. This is what the female body Just, goes through. And then a man and a woman, you know, can do this and make a baby. All you could focus on was the, with the boobs. Yeah. Saggy boobs, boobs and big and bush. bush. A big bush. And I like took the book to school and showed it around, pulled it out of my locker, and I got in trouble. <laughs> you were bringing like porno- pornographic material to school. <laughs> seven. In the fifth grade <laughs> yeah not even how old oh seven you're like second grade fourth grade no second grade oh my god i didn't know that it was tori a spelling. picture book that tori spelling like, she's look at the boobies bad girl look at the boobies that's really fun look at those boobies oh man that was it i i ha- i i have you know my kids are older than yours as we know and so I don't know what your kids, you know, you haven't talked to them, obviously, Sissini, but Tori, you have some pre-teeners. Yep. Um, I'm the worst at it. I didn't, I I try to talk about it and they laugh at me and then we we don't end up getting really anywhere. And then I'm like, well, but you guys know that you can always talk to me, right? Like you can ask me questions because there's stuff out there that you don't know that I know and uh, I could tell you all about it and they're just... They won't have it. She has that they talk with me, me all the oh time. My gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
And because uh, they always say like you're supposed to talk about it because they might learn. They but, yeah. but they they can't learn the shit on TikTok. I know, like, but they think they know everything from TikTok. So if you even bring it do. up, they're like, oh, "We know everything." But they don't. Uh-huh. You can't ever know everything. You just gotta. There's stuff I, we still mm-hmm. don't know. Probably like. Can they just search? Well, they can just search mm. the internet these days, right? Like we didn't have that growing yeah, up. Encyclopedias didn't yeah, but get I re- it right. Mm. I didn't feel like was it, what was the sex ed's teacher, uh, Mr. Travis Kravitz. Kravitz. I thought it was Travis, oh, but Mr. It's Kravitz. Kravitz, like bewitch, yeah. like Mrs. Mm-hmm. Kravitz next door, like Lenny Kravitz. Uh, uh, that's like, better, right? like Lenny mm-hmm. Kravitz. Yeah, I felt like Mr. Kravitz really didn't do anything. He didn't teach them anything, and he just was weird. Like kept stroking his beard in that weird He was way. creepy. The beard so thing. creepy. He was like, hmm. Do you think when they yeah, cast him, influence? they were like, sex ed teachers are out there. They're a little bizarre. But he was super funny when he was at doing, fixing, trying to fix yeah. his car when uh, Steve Sanders walks up and is like, can I help you? He was really funny in that scene, I thought. Like in what world would a teacher send a student out to go pick up the other sex ed teacher that's flying in? LAX. I know. Just one of his students. <laughs> and, and I did I miss something? Why did Steve offer to help? Like what's the problem? Like he was feeling ex, ex what, what why what, why? And he was like you owe me, but what did he owe him? Is he going to fail the class or something? Like why would Steve in the first season was all about Steve. So what was the reason he was going to do that? <sighs> did I miss it? Or, or no reason. Did he think it was a lady? A lady? I think he was just hoping to score. Yeah. So he was just like, I'll go or pick hoping her to up. get like extra credit. Or did he know it was a female? You know, or, are we sure? Mm-hmm. It came out. I, I think he did. Yeah, I would have. I would have thought though, like if it was a female car. sex ed teacher, that it was someone older. I just would think, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a Doctor Ruth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doctor Ruth. I love Doctor Ruth. Exactly. I can't imitate her, but have you seen her documentary? It's really good. Is Dr. Ruth Yeah, she just came out with a documentary. It's so good. Mm -hmm. You'll like it. A documentary about herself, her life? About her life. They show her. She's like 90-something now, and she's still working. She's like, uh, she's like the the sarcastic version of Joan Rivers. She is on it, like just hustling. I wasn't sure. Okay, so the woman in the, 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 is the guest speaker, Mm -hmm. she had, Mm-hmm. She had AIDS. So this was mm-hmm. in 1990, right? 91? 90. Freshly 91, 91, but yeah. Uh, and so that was much more of a topic, I think, that is talked about, was talked about then, than it feels like it is now. Maybe, I mean, Yeah, I think I'm so. Because AIDS, when did it like all kind 80s? of become really 80s. big in the 80s, in the probably? 90s, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so it was a huge. There was a lot of confusion. You didn't know if you could just get it from hugging somebody yeah. or saliva, kissing somebody. Yeah, there were so many questions, but I I had a question because like when she did her speech, she said, uh, "Always use a condom and foam." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Foam? What? Okay, I didn't What's catch foam? that either." Do you guys know what foam is? It's, okay. I think it's called spermicide or something. It's like a. It I was just going like to say that, but I, I didn't want to be completely like, wrong. I don't think that exists anymore. So I think maybe, and 
Maybe I'm wrong. This is just my own brain thinking. But what if back in the day they didn't make the condoms with the sperm? Oh, you're you probably to, right. Like, actually, have the condom and then you had to spray something. Yeah, yeah. Foam and vaginal inserts are placed into the vagina. Mm, how do you how do you hmm. do that? Someone walk me through. Mm, how do you? That seems how, unhealthy. How do you place a foam or vaginal insert into your vagina? We'll we'll get you a book and. Uh, you can you, look at like that imagine in the moment. In the moment, I mean, I'm all for everyone using protection. But you put a condom on, and they're like, "And wait, I got to put this vaginal insert foam." Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, between both those things, it's like, okay, forget it. Which isn't a bad thing for teens. It totally kills the mood. Maybe, maybe it's like a pre-foam situation, like you foam before you go or out on your day. I, don't know. I, I mean, pre-foam. you should do. I don't know. You're going to be the spokesperson for the foam. I'm Jenny Gard, and you should foam before you go. That was a good one. (laughs) You never want to foam on a date. Foam on the go. Before the date. (laughs) Yeah, foam on the go. (laughs) It's a new product. (laughs) Oh, it's Uh, so funny. People are going to be like, wait, we didn't see. They talked about it, but we checked their merch and it wasn't there. (laughs) Where's the foam? Enough about the foam. Okay. Oh my god, I can go on. can't take it anymore. But I thought that they like were talking about the emotional aspects of what is involved when you do have sex with someone a lot in this episode, mm-hmm. which I thought was really good because I, I I just really loved. You know who wrote this episode was Karen Rosen, and I I felt like it had an, a woman's touch when it was talking about. Those, um, you know, those moments when, when Brenda was saying, how does it feel in your heart though? And, and that scene between her and her mom about the connection and that, Mm -hmm. the desire to have that kind of connection, not just a physical connection, but a heart connection. And I, I don't know. I thought that was a really nicely done moment. You're so right. Between Brenda. I feel like we predominantly had male writers, so it is nice. That Karen wrote that. Karen Rosen, who is the wife of Chuck Rosen, our um, our executive producer. She was great. She went on to write a bunch of episodes. Yes. So I can't. I look forward to rewatching those because I liked her writing. I gotta say, even though it was like the early '90s, the sex talk stuff and how a girl feels and how everyone feels the first time or thinking about the first time, it holds up. Like. Mm-hmm. I would show that to my kids and be like, oh, Brenda's a great example. Yeah. I mean, just show them this episode that you don't have to have the talk with them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Phew. No, but it always, every episode always goes to some heavy topic. You know, I feel like every week after week. And so this week, it just kind of like the whole AIDS thing just came out of nowhere. Like I was not expecting her to say that while Steve was trying mm-hmm. to come on to her for so many mm-hmm. times. And so it just kind of like goes to show that the topics that, I think your show handled. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it laid nice. it on. I don't think we knew that that was going to, I don't think we knew that that was going to become a thing on the mm-hmm. show. None of us. Uh, we, yeah. But as it started happening, I feel like we all took a certain pride in that. Maybe we laughed a little bit sometimes at like, oh my God, now what's going to happen to me this week? Yeah. Or what's our, you know, important message going to be this week? But the show had so much other stuff, so many other layers and like the, so much fun with the fashion and the characters and the all the Beverly Hills of it all. Like 
I feel like it was a good balance, maybe. Yeah, it definitely glamorized teens and where we lived. But at the same time, that's the driving thing is the storylines that everyone could relate to no matter where you lived. Yeah. And again, this was was a cool thing that kids started watching this with their parents because then they it kind of opened that door to talk about, you know, um, what what they were scared to talk about. So I thought that was it's like a good conversation starter, hopefully, for some parents. Totally. Yeah, I think so. Plus the fact that the speaker was exposed to AIDS first time. her very first time. And then there's Brenda in the audience kind of being like, her first OMG. Time, yeah. Thinking that could be me. That could happen to me. And good. Good that she thought that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because then she has that conversation with Dylan about getting checked at the Have end of the episode. And just like, yeah. You would do that it's me? such a great message because I feel like girls to, to this day still think like, oh, what's the worst that could happen? You know? They think pregnancy, which is a huge life changer, but they don't realize that there's something that could happen to you that you can die. So that was so like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's so many diseases and things now. Like you have to protect yourself. I loved it when Kill, well, jumping ahead to the favorite, my favorite line of the episode. But when Kelly said, um, rule number one, never rely on the guy. And I think that's it. That was good. Like girls should, take care of themselves and know always Absolutely. safety first ladies safety first girls what's wrong with boys I feel like that's true. I want to like teach my boys to always like step up and be prepared like don't be that guy <laughs> you know I don't think yeah I mean I think just like girls are more you know aware and educated and more savvy now of course boys are too I hope and yeah I think I mean, I don't have boys, but I would have to assume that people that are raising young boys out there are doing just as much work to protect them and to teach them. I mean, the responsibilities, you know. Well, which goes to one of the big topics in this episode, double standards. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, and it's just part of society, parents treat boys and girls a little bit differently when it comes to sex. Yes, and that's what Jim did, and and Brenda called him out on it, which was so cool, great, <laughs> yeah, and brave. But she, it's true. He was, he was saying it was okay for Brandon, and and like you know, you pat your son on the back and give him a little wink, but but with your daughter, her losing her virginity is a question of her morals. Yeah, Brandon's girlfriend got to sleep in the house, got to, you know, they knew what was happening. Like, Jim, do something about your son. And he's like, like, it was fine, you know. (laughs) (laughs) With Brenda, like, they were just like, no. Well, not Cindy, but Jim. Yeah. I mean, daddy's old girl. It's hard. I'm. But there is. I snuck around in high school for that reason, you know. Never wanted my dad to really know what I was up to. Oh, break his heart. <laughs> my little sweet Sissy would never do that. No. Important message, never. you guys. When your teen is of that age and leaving the house, slip him a condom. And if you got and if you've got some foam, no. 
really? What do you mean? I feel like it's better. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like I would definitely tell my husband to do it like with our sons at that age. But like if they're going on a date, I don't know. Better they have it. If they're that age. And use and it. Are and are prepared. Then, <gasps> then. It's embarrassing. It's like it's not comfortable for anyone, the teen or the parent. But again, you'd rather them use it and have it there than being like, oh, I didn't get it because I was embarrassed to go somewhere and buy it. So now we're in this position and it's okay. Maybe it'll just be fine. You don't want that to happen. I guess. Well, you guys are closer there than I am. This podcast just got really deep. <laughs> Just a lot to think about. My kids You're are so too. scared now. Two going on twenty-two. <laughs> Deal with it now. I'm just kidding. Oh my you know, gosh! Just like you just do your best as a parent. You you do your best. You give them all the things that you learned and all the things that you wish you'd learned, and you you know arm them with with all of that and say a little prayer. You know. You can only do your best and then you have to just sort of let them live their life to a certain extent. Or you tie them up and lock them in the basement. I don't mean either one. Or in a warehouse in Van Nuys. Like (laughs) like you you were like what was done to you for 10 years, right? (laughs) Yeah. Thank God they locked me up in that stage for 10 years. Think of the trouble I could have gotten into. Imagine. I, you know what? I do think about that sometimes. Like we were working so hard from such a young age. Like what if we had just, I don't know. I don't think either of us are that type of girl, but who knows? You don't know the trouble like teens can get into. You're easily persuaded and talked into things at a young age that aren't good judgment. Like thank God we had that structure of that show. (laughs) When you guys would film scenes that were not there at that place and they were on location, like you're mentioning, um, the theater where Brenda's waiting right. for that Dylan was the location is actually on Vin- yeah. it's on Ventura Boulevard. Right. Yeah, the when um, she goes Sherman to Oaks. wait to go supposedly meet up with Dylan for her date, and then uh-huh. gets left there for two hours waiting for him, and he never shows up. <laughs> would you wait for two hours? I don't know if I'd wait for two hours. I would never admit I mean, I'd wait for Dylan McKay. I would wait. <laughs> Uh, exactly. Yeah. But she waited. And that um that movie theater is yeah, it's on Ventura Boulevard. It's like a it's like a historic building and it's still there, but it's not a movie theater anymore, I don't think. It used to be a Barnes and Noble, but oh there's my like gosh, sushi restaurants guys, in it. Oh, it's now. the Barnes and Noble. No, by the- Oh, was that it's the Barnes and Noble, not, not the, the Lorena. It's, it's the Barnes and Noble one. Wait. Okay, so it's not the one that used to be a bookstore. It was oh. a movie theater. Then it used to be a bookstore and then it closed down and now it's like a med spa? It's not that one? No, okay. no. It's not that one. It's the one that's still a bookstore. Okay. Over by Laurel Canyon, it's still Barnes & Noble, and I know which one but you're talking about. it still about. looks exactly the same um, on the outside. But when you guys would go, so let's say that was where you had to go, would you drive yourself to those locations, or would you, like, oh, yeah. bus in or <laughs> drive? <laughs> I mean, depending. We would sometimes drive to set and park on by the, they call it, like, the base camp, where they have all the trailers, the uh, you know, makeup trailer and wardrobe trailer, and the mm-hmm. lighting trailer, all the things. They call that area like the base camp. And so you'd park there. But sometimes if you, if we were like shooting on set, then they would just put us, stick us in a van and drive us to where we had to be. They stuck her in a van, tied her up in yeah. a warehouse and <laughs> stuck her in <laughs> a van. Right in there. <laughs> what a fun gig for you guys to be 
that age and yeah, exposed to a lot, like, like in a fun way, like always going to new places. Yeah, yeah, like it is. It, but it, there was so much all the time. Do you ever feel like tour? Like we were as a in this industry, like you go from set to set to movie to show to job to job to job and, and they're always different it's always a different group of people and it's always a, di- a different character so i feel like so much of my life is has been spent on the move or like jumping from thing mm-hmm. to thing that i never really settled into anything in particular like n- there was never a normal like a baseline for me after a while because it was just it just becomes this like whirlwind and you're always on the move and un- always making new friends and meeting new friends and then leaving those friends and never really seeing those friends again or, for the most part or you know it's such a weird um industry it's yeah it's like uh, it's like being in the military like always on the move mm-hmm. military mm-hmm. family similar i mean completely different and i'm not making fun of that like i'm just saying just the, the lifestyle, lifestyle is you never completely let your heart settle in because you know that you're going to be on. But I mean, probably 90210 out of all the things you've done, probably 90210 was the mm. most. I mean, that was pretty consecutive. And I think like during that time, what she's referring to is like on summer breaks or winter breaks, we would do like TV movies or movies and do other things that, you know, you you dive in fast, you guys. Like mm-hmm. you give your heart and soul and just commit to everyone there. And all of a sudden, it's like joining a new school. You go to a new school and you just like, but everything is really fast. So it, it, it like speeds it up the process of like settling in and getting to know people and getting accepted. But this is probably the one, the one that was like the longest. So there was no breaks for you. When you took a break from now to a no, you yes. jumped right into another project. We were all busy working every hiatus, every break. But I mean, that was a conscious choice. And we wouldn't see each other that much because we were given these opportunities to go do movies of the week and star in yeah. them and produce them. And, you know, was such so many amazing opportunities. Did you ever think, though? In a short period of time. Like you, we were young. Did you ever think like, hey, it's summer. I want to go take a vacation or I want to. There's some people that did do that. You and I never did that. Like, we were just like, great, work, let's go, continue, work, work, work. Yeah, I would always, I mean, because I had my first kid, like, soon into the show. Maybe that soon. I don't even know how many years it was before I had a first baby. But once I had a baby, I would always try to plan, like, a little family Mm -hmm. time. And then before, you know, Mm -hmm. before going on to another show. And then you come back and you're right back into 90210. I kind of like that. I like that I was always busy and you Us, know, me too. Didn't have time to. But I never <laughs> thought twice about it. Like we should have been like, I, you see people now on hit shows, and when they have breaks, they're taking these amazing vacations around the world because they're making great money and they're big celebrities. And like looking back, I'm like, I don't know. It wasn't ever our mindset, which is great. We're both very driven. We still are. I think that's another thing that binds us to each other we've you know that we are have that work ethic but it would have been nice to be like hey i'm just taking like i'm going to europe for 20 days in the middle of our summer break and just like <laughs> emily in paris live a yeah. little mm-hmm. i noticed that with you guys because um around the holidays 
we didn't really talk about it, but I'm like, I wonder if we're going to stop down and we're just not going to do any shows. Like, nope, we're we almost recorded a podcast on Christmas Eve. I was like, wow. We always make time for work somehow. Yep. Hustle, hustle. You really do. And that's and gotta pay those bills. Yeah, that's interesting to know that from a young age, though. But yeah, mm-hmm. work ethic. Yeah, the boys took breaks. They took vacations. I feel like Shannon took vacations. Like, I feel like you and I were the two that really always did movies of the week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because once you did one, then it was like it, they wanted you to do another one, and you would just get offered things and sent scripts and stuff. I don't think I've seen these movies of the week with you that, guys. There, was, there was a time when movies of the week were like it was the, the everybody was doing it. <laughs> are they available? Oh yeah, they're on Lifetime. All of ours are on Lifetime now. Lifetime they accumulated still play, yeah, like, all really? of them are always playing. But like during the 90s <laughs> they like were on primetime like they would those. be for like NBC or CBS or ABC mm-hmm. it was or Fox, you know, it would they would go up against like Monday night football. It'd be like the female alternative. Like, and we would take viewers away from football. Like it was a big deal movies of the week. And that's why they were titled movies of the week. Like there would be one night that networks would air their movies of the week, like Monday night. Um, Now they're just like TV movies. But also there was that thing that, you know, you were going, you were like, you had the power that they always wanted you. You would get these straight offers. You didn't want to not do it because you didn't want to not be relevant. Like, what would happen if we, like, went one summer and didn't do a TV movie? Like, there was a little bit of that, right? We probably <laughs> felt like that would be it. We'll, we'll never, never work again. work in this town yeah. again. <laughs> Imagine thinking that at, like, 18 Especially years old. Especially at that like, age. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, there was it was a lot, definitely. I but I I feel like there was so much that we learned from doing that too. I mean, we learned to be bosses because yeah. we had to. We had to learn to suck it up and do what was expected of us, and you know, call the shots. And I think that mm-hmm. because we started, I I mean, I started. I know you probably did two tours. Started producing the movies yeah. that I was doing, and. Uh, you learn what it's like to have more control over your work. That's nice, right? Doing that, you have a voice, mm-hmm. and people yeah. listen to you. Yeah, it was really nice. It was really productive. But gosh, I don't those hours that we worked. I mean, we worked crazy hours, and then to think like on Christmas break you would film like all night, and then like fly to Canada the next morning and go right into production on a TV movie and then come back and go right back to 90210 after maybe having like a day off for Christmas and a day off for New Year. Like it was just, what, I don't know. But those are the yeah. years you should mm-hmm. be hustling in any industry, like whatever profession you do, whether it's like in your guys' case, uh, TV, but mm-hmm. like for me, it was radio. I got in at 19 and I never took any breaks either. I didn't go on any vacations. I worked holidays for five years. You know, it's like yeah. you kind of just mm-hmm. pay your dues. And so it's interesting that you guys still paid your dues even though you're on this hit show yeah it's weird i mean i think every everybody has their own experience of that yeah for sure no matter what it is that you your chosen career path is you gotta work hard when you're young and then you learn to like slow down and and prioritize Mm -hmm. and you get a family and you get other responsibilities other interests and you you learn to like make other things important in your life too which kind of creates a nice balance because i don't really feel like that's a very balanced way to live for very long you know 
It's hard. Works for some. Yeah, I mean, others. during that time, I had other friends that weren't in the business and they were going to college and, you know, coming home and having like fun and going out and that wasn't our life. You know, we had fun, but it was just a very different life than other kids our age. Did it feel like you went to college though? Because totally. You played it on Jen? TV. What do you mean? I graduated from California <laughs> University. I've told you this. It's real to me. I have the diploma. I have Donna Martin's diploma, by the way. I, f- I found it in storage. Cool. That works and it for, says, that like, works for it me. It says Donna Martin graduated California University. It said some, like a degree in science arts. Like that would never be her. I don't know why it says that on there. <laughs> like they were making a joke. Props yeah. was like, mm, we're going to make it funny. Donna Martin. Make She's not that scientist. smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you have that. I have I love that. Well, we have to take a break. Um, I do want to come back. We have some questions from listeners and we haven't touched on fashion or any of our favorite lines from the show. And there's a few of them. So we'll be right back. Enter to win a free cruise for two on board the 90s cruise. Relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the 90s cruise. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interaction, and all-out 90s events and activities. Over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, Color Me Bad, Lisa Loeb, Fastball, CNC Music Factory, Jesus Jones, Digital Underground, Sophie B. Hawkins, and more. Hosted by MTV VJs Downtown Julie Brown and Matt Penfield, plus Lisa Loeb. Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas will be completely transformed to take you back in time for nonstop 90s action. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90s com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do 
and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so should we talk about fashion, you guys? We should talk about fashion. Mm -hmm. What did you think was like the standout fashion of this episode? I felt like it was a pretty even keeled episode as far as the fashion. There wasn't anything too like jarring. Uh, I was uh, Dylan's say trench that. coat oh, jarring. That See, that was my favorite. That was very like say anything, John Cusack, like from the eighties, yes. like right. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I loved it. Uh-huh. He looked so great in it, so in the way it flowed, in the way he when used stormed it, out of the room, like with Brenda around mm-hmm. her, like oh, that. Tr- <laughs> oh yeah. Like I want boys to bring back <laughs> trench coats now. Why not? What was your favorite? I Steve was colorful. I know your favorite. Steve was always again with the tucked in blouses on on Steve Sanders. You can't say and blouses. The little. <laughs> And the little pants that were so snug and a little tushy. I didn't know where you're going with that. I didn't uh, notice. <laughs> why were you looking at his tushy? Well, because when he, okay, when he was in the hotel room with the speaker friend girl, and uh, and he, he just walked, turned around and walked out so confidently, and it, I really his felt strut, like his we were strut. supposed to look at his butt. <laughs> Ah, uh, the Steve Sanders <laughs> strut, which is also the Ian Zeering strut. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Brenda makeover was fun with you guys oh, and right, her. Oh, right, the whole fashion montage. The way they uh-huh. sped it up was super cute. That was really cute. I like that. We probably had it so was. much fun filming that, right? I'm sure. Like, that's uh, that feels like such a YouTube, like, TikTok moment now. And we did it then, like, the speed up, like, getting the girl mm-hmm. dressed. Um, can we talk about Brenda's fashion? Because I feel like you have an ode to it today. Oh, right. I'm today I'm wearing I she inspired me on my shirt choice. Uh that you guys know what an air tie is, right? Do you know that ex- that term? Oh, air tie. No, this I is an air tie when you oh, button fancy? your shirt all the way up to the top and you don't wear a tie. Oh, I didn't know that. But it's oh. it's like a I don't know. They call it an air tie. All the hipsters are wearing it these days. But Brenda. Yeah. And you got bright red lipstick on today. <laughs> Brenda was rocking the air tie back in the 90s. That must be where it came from. The 90s. Probably. Everything came from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. her jean shorts. Like, 
the infamous jean shorts. She looked great. Like when Dylan eyed her up and down, those legs, those jean shorts, those scrunchy socks. <laughs> like I feel like the whole yeah, episode scrunchy socks. was all about that. She looked great. She was wearing your socks. Didn't you, didn't you let her borrow those? Ugh, you're so mean. So we were working last week and I wore scrunchy socks because they're back in. Everything from the 90s. I got them with my girls at Journey. And I wore them last week and she just like, I knew she was going to hate my outfit. I just knew it. And I was like, and a one, and a two, and a three. And she's like, you wore those scrunchy socks just to piss me off. Did you yeah? say you got them at Journey? Yeah. Like the store Journey from Naira yeah. still around? Wow. You can go shopping right now? I didn't even know that. You can. Wow. Yeah, okay. you can. But he, I should get out. You won't like it. Trust me, I'm like you have that. But somewhere deep down, I knew that morning when I got dressed, I did. I somewhat put those scrunchy socks on because I knew it would send my best friend over the edge. And I love that she would notice. And I knew that she would notice. And that's how tight we are, you guys. Any favorite lines? I already said mine about Kelly. Kelly saying, rule number one, never rely on the guy. I like that one. What about you? Um, one was good that Brenda said to her dad, we kind of talked about it, but the actual line was, and if I'm ready first, then what should I lie and sneak around when he was talking to her about great the double standard, really great thing to say. Good job, Karen Rosen. (laughs) I felt was a good line. (laughs) I'm not going to quote this verbatim and I didn't write it down, but when she's looking at Dylan and talking, Brenda's looking at Dylan from the balcony and talking to Kelly and she's like, uh, and Kelly's like, you need to go like, go have a bubble bath. She's like, I need more than that. And you go, ew. (laughs) Did I get that right? (laughs) Wait, there was another one in the hallway when, when, uh. Brenda and Kelly were walking down the hall and something about being pinned. Oh, she, I said, you're dating now. And she was like, it was just one day. I said, well, you're going on another one. So you're officially dating. And then she goes, what, what am I, what is, what's next? Is he going to pin me? And Kelly goes, hopefully to a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly had some zingers. So we have some questions, but however, we just have time for one. Do you guys see them or do you have a one? Do you have one that you would rather answer? I feel like let's talk about Courtney's question. Oh, what's wrong with okay. you? Uh, I mean, you know what? I was going to let you decide. So there we go. So Courtney is asking, could you talk more about friendships with Shannon? Wasn't Tori friends with her in the beginning and then they went out to clubs together? Were Jenny and Shannon ever friendly? Or were they too different? Did the three of you ever hang out? Yes, we totally hung out. We were friends. There were really great moments when it was the three of us. I have great memories of of us all hanging out and laughing and like doing that scene in this episode. Whenever we worked together, we had mm-hmm. a great time. But we did. Mm-hmm. Was there were like plenty girls. of times when the three of us went out. I like went out to clubs together. <laughs> we went clubbing. I de- like I definitely <laughs> had very different friendships with each of them. I had my, kind of my friendship with Shannon and my friendship with Jen, and then they would merge all of us because we were together all the time. That's what happens. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I did. I did go to like the Roxbury and Bar One a lot with Shannon. 
she was like older than me when I say older I mean only like two years only two years older but she was cool and like she'd be like oh my friends and I are going to like the Roxbury and I wanted to fit in so bad because I was like just a little bit too young to be doing stuff like that and I'd be like oh good she's taking me to the Roxbury <laughs> you know it's just like oh cool but I feel like Jen and I had the relationship we like did things like at the same level does that make sense like bonded at the same time about things at the same time like well, Shannon was kind of like an aspiration to me because yeah. I was like she was the older cool kid even though she was only two years older yeah I, and Shannon and I we had great we had great times together and we also had times that weren't as great because we were just too um, we're two Aries women. We're two very. Yeah, I did not know we're that. Both Aries. We're both very strong-minded, and um, I think that that got sometimes it would just make us like two rams. You know, we would lock horns sometimes, and um, and would that be with like things that were happening on the show or on in your personal lives? Not really. I think it was always like show related whether it was on on camera, off camera, behind the scenes, whatever. It that became personal. It was never about personal life because we I don't think Shannon and I ever hung out on a personal level too often, just the two of us that I recall. Oh, okay. But um yeah, we would work it out. We would we would somehow work it out and we continued that you know working relationship I felt like it went as good as it could go under those circumstances and I it's just like high school you guys this happens and they're both very strong they're like alpha alpha women you know they speak their mind and I'm like the tourist that's just like everyone get along and so there were all I just remember there would be times when they would kind of bump heads about things and yeah it was always show related but it felt personal when it would go beyond that and I would just be in the middle like oh my god it's my two best friends like just get along I want you to be happy I want you to be happy I'm stuck in the middle would you guys like um between the four of you girls even Gabrielle would you guys ever fight about clothes or was it always specific like Kelly's outfits are these or Donna's outfits are these or like would you fight be like I was supposed to wear that top in this scene or would that ever happen yes of course we, really there were wardrobe oh. battles makeup hair mm -hmm. battles why is she wearing her hair like okay. that I was gonna wear my I mean I don't remember anything specifically oh but, I love it I oh, love I it I mean you do remember the red dress incident Oh. I do, but I think I don't really remember accurately. Because everyone has their perception of how something happens, and then it's heightened once it starts to become a story, and you're like, wait, how did it mm -hmm. actually begin? How did it actually happen? And we call it the red dress incident because the boys made it like bigger like than it was. But pretty much it was yes, a photo shoot. Stoke the fire. Always. Mm -hmm. It was a photo shoot. And we did, we've discussed this. Those were the days we were all on set together, all working hard whole day and um taking photos which is a lot of pressure especially for girls like you want to look good how do I look um right. and they didn't want everyone in the same color and we don't exactly all see it the same way but it was pretty much you know it was one of those days when it was like no everyone kind of stood up for themselves and Going back, the wardrobe people shouldn't have given everyone choices if they didn't want everyone to wear the same color. We each had our section and we each had a red dress in it. And we each picked the red dress. And then 
So we all, we all <laughs> come out with it. But it, was it just you and I or was it the three of us? I think originally it was Shannon was involved. I think it was just Shannon you and I. was involved somehow and she then was- she chose the black dress. And then you and I were both you you were riled up because you were like I thought they had asked you to change because she had wanted to wear a red dress and (laughs) you were like no that's not fair like I feel good in this dress I have it on it was in my section I'm gonna wear it and then she changed but simultaneously because you had it on they had asked me to not wear the red dress and I was like I always get along with everyone I always say yes to everything today I'm wearing the red dress (laughs) and it ended up being a battle between (laughs) Jen and I which we never fought which was so strange. So if, if you look at that picture of that photo shoot, which was like our, it, you know, cast photo for the year, it's her, oh my Tori gosh. and I both in red dresses and Shannon in a black dress. And Tori and I are like, look at, like we're peeved at each other. You can just tell there's tension. Oh my God. I can see it right now. You literally Googled 90210 red se- dress. They fight. separated us in the photo <laughs> on other ends because they were like, okay, let's make this work. They're both in red dresses yeah. and they're upset. <laughs> but the boys, by the time we came to set, we were both already fired up and it kind of didn't even start with us, but ended with us. Um, by the time we got to set, we were like upset. And then the boys were like, that's it that's there the it is oh and the boys God. are like i want to wear the red dress no i'm wearing the red dress and they were saying that yeah, in this photo that. while we're taking photos they'd be like and cheese photo and they'd be like i want to wear the red dress and we were both just like oh so they're oh just my like God. and by the way the fire for the rest mm-hmm. of the season that was seasons <laughs> until the end of the show that was the fight like the boys always so much that we brought it back for the for bh9 yeah, we, we kind of used that as a for a for a scene where are we at? Um, but that wasn't in the show. Well, it was a this photo was behind the shoot. Photo yeah, shoot. but we brought it into BH90210 that we all three show up in a red dress. Because to this day, even when we were starting BH90210, as soon as we'd get in like rooms and like all having dinner or like drinks, the boys would still be like, I'm wearing the red dress. And it's like, whoa, 30 years later, you guys are still saying that. And it still got us pissed off. <laughs> it's riling me up right now. <laughs> all flustered right now. Dress. I think because of that, I couldn't wear a red dress out publicly anymore. Like, I was just so scarred by <laughs> PTSD <laughs> red dress. <laughs> well, you look really beautiful in red, so you should you should wear red. You do, too. And, and, but just don't oh wear it God. when I'm wearing What do you it? mean? Ugh, just stand on the other side of me, like somewhere else in the picture. I feel like for our, I feel like for our Galentine's Day uh, virtual we life, we should both wear red. And then talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I think we should end with that, ladies. <laughs> There's no question you can't ask us, you guys. We will we will talk about all your questions. Like, I picked that question because I felt like people wanted to know that. And, like, maybe we don't want to talk about it or, like, you know. But let's talk about it. Why not? So send us questions. I think as a fan, you heard all these rumors and you just, just didn't know what was true. Especially because there was no TMZ I love that you can then. Google the red dress. Um, fight and it comes up that's crazy <laughs> i literally 90210 read and a dress and then as i was writing dress it suggested fight <laughs> historical <laughs> wardrobe malfunction okay episode 11 is the homework assignment yep yep what? yep you have a whole week to watch episode 11 and then we will convene and we will talk about it we'll break it down break it down and don't forget about the new merch and the virtual event. And you can get all that info at the um, Instagram account, which is 90210M 
G yeah, podcast. Yeah. OMG uh, podcast. And is there a place they can uh, let's just uh, send pictures of themselves in our merch? Oh, that'd, that'd be, be cute. cute. We can post can pictures. DM the or just tag us. Like put it on your Instagram and then tag nine hundred two and OMG podcast on there, and then that way we can repost. Oh my God! We Do want it. to see all of you in our merch. Want to see you? Maybe at our virtual thing, <laughs> we could like flash pictures of people in it. That'd be fun. Aww, like Tickets are on sale now. Come join us at our virtual event, February seventeenth at five PM Pacific Standard Time. Bye, everybody. Enter to win a free cruise for two. On board the 90s cruise, relive the magic of the iconic pop culture, music, and fashion of the 90s on the first ever sailing. Five days of concerts with some of the decade's most iconic stars, nightly theme parties, celebrity interactions, and all-out 90s activities. There'll be over 25 concerts and live performances starring Blues Traveler, Collective Soul, Gin Blossoms, Everclear, Lit, and more. The 90s cruise will sail from Tampa and head to Cozumel and Costa Maya, Mexico on Royal Caribbean's Serenade of the Seas, January 31st through February 5th, 2025. Head to the 90scruise.com slash iHeart to enter to win a free cruise for two. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my hosts as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded! But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.